Hey, where are you going? I got to get home. America, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. By bringing common sense back into the nonsense. Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where America comes home. Get on home. Down this dirt road, you're going to find determination and grit, opinions that matter, and a big old helping of good discernment. And now, the woman that wishes the D.C. occupiers would stop making her use her mom voice. Do not make me come down there. Here's your host and the voice of common sense, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to get straight to it. we got a big show. I'm going to interview someone. And, uh, you know, sometimes I just get phone calls out of the blue and, and as Derry used to say, I just, I'm just too nice. Anyway, I'm going to interview a woman today and we're going to talk about the Georgia stuff that's going on. And that is where she's from. So, uh, we're going to, she can't be on with me until just a little bit because she's doing her own talk show. So it'll be interesting because I know that she and I are not sitting on the same page with everything, but you know, that's what makes the world go round. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we do praise you as a body of believers across this great nation. And Father, we do beg for your forgiveness. And Father, may we also have hearts ready to forgive others. We pray for your protection, Father. We're in a turmoil here, and Americans are confused and upset and angry, and some just want to hide. Father, encourage us and protect us. Protect President Donald J. Trump and his family and those around him. Let him know, Father, that you are there. Father, may we be your beacon, not just to him, but to this whole world. Today, Father, I'm going to ask my listeners to pray with me the Lord's Prayer, as you have taught us to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Lord and Savior, thank you for teaching us to pray. We need your guidance every single day. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I was... um looking through articles this morning and thinking of my interview coming up here in just a little bit. And I saw the article about the truckers. America sees the injustice taking place. And we'll talk about the truckers a little bit later. The truckers are threatening. I'm not sure that it has begun just yet. But truckers are threatening to not deliver goods to New York City because of the injustice against President Donald J. Trump. All of America sees it. Maybe the truckers should also deny delivery to D.C. until the political prisoners 
are released. Just a thought. Don't be riling up the basket of deplorables. What the political left forgets is that it is that basket that grows and processes and delivers the bread and the butter for America. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. We say that a lot. But first, and this is huge, it's very important. Liberty must be something that it's a longing and a lust within your hearts. Otherwise, it's just a word. As the American crisis continues, it is up to the Americans to make their voices heard. Unless you hold a blinded hate for President Donald J. Trump, you can see that he is being targeted politically and that his opposition is truly the corrupt political dirty people. We always knew that he was, and I'm speaking of Joe Biden. Yes, he's an old man. He's failing in memory, but he surrounds himself with others who are favorably corruption and and power over the lives of the American people. So why do you think Barack Hussein Obama chose old Joe to be a VP? Old people say it was because Joe was well-known. Well, yeah, he was well-known. Nobody liked him, yet he picked him for VP. Do you think for one nanosecond that Barack Hussein Obama did not know of the shenanigans of Joe? Of course he did. And... Who was it that approved the spying on candidate Donald Trump's campaign and his people? It was Barack Hussein Obama. And now rumors, which are only speculations of those wise political analyses, (laughs) they say Michelle Obama is a possible presidential Democrat candidate. Personally, I think she's too lazy. Would that not be a bit obvious that this regime refuses to let go of power? And why does Hunter live in the White House? Isn't he a little old to be living with Daddy? Or is it a better place to continue and conduct business? The 2020 election must be investigated properly. Americans saw, we saw the suitcases of ballots that were moved after, from their hiding place after, you know, some toilet overflow, overflowed, and they closed it down, but only certain people left. And we saw the cardboard going up to hide the counting and the moving of ballots in another place. But instead of investigating, it has all been politicized and weaponized against a sitting president. The election is yours, America. It doesn't belong to any candidate alone. So, now we have the theater of corrupt Georgia prosecutors. Fannie Willis and her lover, Nathan Wade. It has been quite the spectacle of unprofessional behavior, has it not? Like a little kid throwing a fit. Who will govern the governors? There is only one force in the nation that can be depended upon to keep the government pure and the governors honest, and that is the people themselves. They alone, if well-informed, that is huge right there, if well-informed, are capable of restoring the nation to its rightful course if it should go astray. I think there's no doubt. We have gone astray. 
They alone are the safest depository of the ultimate powers of government, says Thomas Jefferson. So many wise things from our founding fathers, and they were not perfect men. So who will govern the governors? The American truckers, the American producers, the American businesses who are now refusing business in New York, the American families who are done with the indoctrination of their children in the public school system, the American consumers who are done with the woke. Just ask Target, Bud Light, Disney. Who will govern the governors? The American voters. The American people. The American people who actually, truly long for liberty. That's who will govern the governors. Who we can no longer... Now, I want you to understand this. We can no longer tolerate the woke. We need to put a quietus on them. They are un-American. They are the true racists. They are unconstitutional. And they have no place in this land of liberty. So America, let us stand together against the injustices. Restore our republic. And you know what I'm going to say. And bring America home. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Amino 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Amino150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Read all about it. The American Crisis Continues. In her new book, The American Crisis Continues, Beth Ann elaborates on the crises America faces today. Invasion at the border. Insurrections. Lawlessness. Climate change. And the cry for democracy. These are the times that try men's souls. Thomas Paine's words continue to speak to Americans today. We the people once again find ourselves under tyranny. In the American crisis continues, you'll glean wisdom from our founding fathers and an understanding why belief in Creator God is the foundation of this nation. Liberty is always in the hands of the people, but first it must be a longing and a lust within their hearts. The American Crisis Continues is a must-read. Order your copy today at csctalkradio.com or amazon.com. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So we have a little problem here. We're supposed to bring in our interview today, but she is finishing up a talk show, so she might be a little bit busy. So we're having a little trouble getting a hold of her. But if we get her, we will let you know and we'll bring her on. But I want to go on about the truckers a little bit because I think this is huge. I think it's a huge thing. Now, I know there are certain talk show hosts on uh, Fox that will tell you you shouldn't boycott. And they're even telling you now, okay, even Trump, let up on Bud Light. They've learned their lesson. But I'm not so sure they've really learned their lesson. You know, how much do the American people have to put up with? And it is you and I here in rural America we're the basket of deplorables that they hate. They only hate Trump because he's fighting for us. They loved him when he was a Democrat. <laughs> they loved him so much they loved his money and they always came for him, to him for money. But the truckers are fed up. We watched what they did with this crazy woman, E. Jean Carroll. We've watched what they've done now. There was no crime. There was no victim. No one was injured in this, in this thing with his real estate. So they've banned him from New York for a time. And, uh, the, uh, Shark Tank guy, Kevin Leary, O'Leary, he's, He's torching this ruling. And he said he's not going to do it. Now, he's a billionaire or millionaire. I don't know, trillionaire. I don't know what he is. I know he's off Shark Tank. I quit watching Shark Tank years ago when they refused to fund someone because he wanted to make his product in the USA. I was done with him. And I would tell Kevin O'Leary that. Not that he would care what Beth thinks. I'm a poor person. Why would he care what I think? (laughs) But he says he's done doing business there. And he says, I know people. And they are saying the same thing. So they didn't do themselves any good. And I'm thinking, because I'm not a tax person. I'm not a property person. I mean, I own my property. I think I do. We all pretend that we do. But Trump did what every investor does, I guess, put down what his property was worth. He might have, he might have elevated it a bit. They all do that. But nobody was hurt. The banks made money. Trump made money, paid off the bank loan and blah, blah, blah. But they went after him anyway. 
There was no victim. No one was hurt. In fact, everybody was happy. Other investors have done the same thing, and they're not going after them. So it is politically motivated. And now the governor is saying, no, 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 this was only, you're not Trump. Trump's totally different. Well, how is he different? Because they don't like him. Why don't they like him? Because he wants to put America before everything else. That's why. So the truckers have had enough. And apparently many investors have had enough. And the truckers are threatening. I don't know if they're going to follow through with this. I would like to see them follow through with it. It wouldn't take but a week, maybe two weeks. And it would only take 10% of these truckers to do this. It wouldn't take very many of them to start putting a hurt on the people in New York. Now, Beth, the people are innocent. Are they? Are they not the ones who elected those people? Or are they the ones who didn't vote? The people have got to start standing up for this country. Or you're just losing it. Under the Biden administration, the Democrat administration with Obama leading the way, that's my opinion, this country has gone downhill. So who will govern the governors? The people. But the people must have need to hurt before they will do something. In the Revolutionary War, there was a man, and Great Britain was afraid he was going to fight. They knew him as a great warrior. And they were worried that he was going to enter the Revolutionary War. Now, this man didn't want to enter the Revolutionary War. He just wanted to go about his life. He was done with the wars and the fighting. But the Britain soldiers, the King's soldiers, army, decided just to make sure this guy didn't fight, we'll burn his house. Now, they were kind enough to take his wife out, and they she just injured or broken her leg, and so they placed her under a shade tree in her rocking chair or in a chair. And they had one son, and the one son ran to find Dad, because Dad wasn't home. They burned his house to the ground. One of the king's soldiers felt sorry for Mrs. Sumter, And so he put a turkey under her chair so they would have food. Who was this man? He didn't want to fight. But now he will. Why? Because it became personal. General Thomas Sumter. S-U-M-T-E-R. You know, they got a fort named after my uncle. Yeah, he's my great, 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 five greats uncle. They say he was a stubborn man. They said he had bright blue eyes. But he wasn't real tall, but he was broad shoulder. Well, I'm not very tall, but I'm also not very broad shouldered. But I have blue eyes. And there are some that say I'm stubborn. It got personal. He didn't want to be entered into this war. And in the movie The Patriot, it showed that this man had umpteenth children. Well, 
Brigadier General Thomas Sumter only had one child, Thomas Sumter Jr. But it was Thomas Sumter, the Brigadier General, and Marion Francis, another Brigadier General, Swamp Fox, and the Gamecock. Gamecock was Sumter. Swamp Fox was Francis Marion, who helped win the Revolutionary War. But in The Patriot, it was that, that character that Mel Gibson played was loosely based off of these two generals. And these two generals, he, in this, in this movie, and you've heard me say this before, I wrote it down, I had to keep it in my mind because it is so telling of what is happening today. All this that took place in New York, where is Congress? Why are they not doing anything? Is everyone corrupt? They're not going to prosecute Joe Biden because he's an old man who can't remember, but he's president of the United States. Where is Congress? Oh, they're talking about it. They're talking about it. We know that something happened in 2020. You don't lose votes overnight. You may not gain, but you don't lose like Trump did. Unless somebody's monkeying with the counting. But instead of investigating it, they pushed it. Remember, they hide the dirt under the rug so nobody can see it. But in The Patriot, Mel Gibson said, Why should I trade one king 3,000 miles away for 3,000 kings one mile away? A legislature can trample on a man's rights as easily as a king can, and we have seen that in America. The American crisis continues, my friends. But it's up to us. Who will govern the governors? We the people. Declaration of Independence. The consent of the governed. And it is not for weak and transient causes that we want to make a change to restore our republic. Oh, no. It's for injustices like they've put Trump through. Like the political prisoners in D.C. with the phony January 6th. Who will govern the governors? If not me, then who? If not you, then who? If it is not we the people, the governors will continue their injustices on the American people. Who will govern the governors? Maybe it's the truckers. Maybe it's the producers. Maybe it's the auto workers. Maybe it's the moms. Maybe it's the dads. Maybe it's you. And maybe it's me. We the people need to stand up and bring America home. It won't be easy, but it is necessary. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So as we um, continue today's show, I have an article here. This is coming from American Greatness. It's written by Steve Cortez. Now, Steve Cortez was in the Trump administration. I didn't see what his title was. I, uh, he was a senior advisor. Um, but we have a problem. And it's been going on, I'd say, for a while. Oh, okay. Now we're going to talk about a different problem because we're going <laughs> to we're going to bring on our guests, and we will talk about this on the farmland tomorrow. And right now we're going to bring on our guests. It's Martha, and I believe pronounced her last name Zoller, and she has her own conservative political uh, show called the Martha Zoller Show. And since we are short on time, Martha. <laughs> I'm going to cut your bio very short, and we're just going to kick to it right here. How are you doing today? I know you've been busy. You just got off your own show. How are you doing? Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. And, you know, I have a little technology issue. It's great until it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It happens to all of us. It happens to every single one of us. I, I have to confess, I don't live in Georgia. My show is nationally syndicated out of uh, the heart of the... The heart of the heartland. I'm right smack dab in the middle of a little, a little state called Missouri. And there's some days we pronounce it misery. Depends on the weather. But that's where I am. (laughs) What's that? The show me state. It is the show me state. And we are a little bit of a stubborn people. I just got through admitting that when we were waiting on you. I told the story of, uh, of some of our founding fathers and goes back to the fighters. If you'll remember, uh, the Gamecock and the Swamp Fox and all that in the Revolutionary War and how things don't change until it gets personal, just like it did with the Brigadier General Thomas Sumter, because they did burn his house down to keep him from fighting. He wasn't going to fight. Then he decided, I'm going to fight. So we have a fight going on in this country, and uh, the person that brought you to me said, you are right there in the heart of Georgia, and so I guess you've got to see some of this theater. I call it the theater <laughs> with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. And uh, so let's cut to the chase. And what do you think? What do you think is going on there? Well, I think it'll all depend on whether the judge believes that she paid for her half of these trips with cash. Um, <laughs> she got on the, sta- the um, stand unexpectedly. She was very combative. Um, she, what was interesting is I'm sure as a district attorney, she's told witnesses to only answer the questions that are asked, but she did not take that advice herself. And, um, it'll depend if the judge believes her and also believes about the length of time for the relationship, because, um, you know, that's what it hinges on. And then, then they could be removed from the case, but this case was already falling apart. So I really think that the Georgia case is going to be probably no more here within a month or so. That's that's interesting, you know, and it's every time they do something, whether it's in D.C., Georgia or some other state, it's like how much how much tax dollars have gone toward this? Well, I mean, Fulton County has got a high level of crime and six hundred and fifty thousand dollars was used to pay this Nathan Wade guy out of COVID <laughs> funds that were supposed to be used for clearing the backlog of actual crimes that are being, have been committed. So the travesty of this whole thing 
is that they're spending a whole lot of money prosecuting and persecuting someone that doesn't even live in Fulton County. Now, do I think that call, he should have made that call? No, he shouldn't have made that call directly himself. That was not a smart thing to do as a candidate. Candidates don't do that. They don't call up. I don't think he he meant to find the 11,000 vote. I don't think he meant it the way it sounded, but he shouldn't have done it. But it's not criminal. It's a phone call. That's all it is. So, you know, this is a waste of the taxpayers' money, and it's the waste of the time. And the people of Fulton County should be up in arms. But the problem is she's running for re-election, and so far nobody has announced against her. So, you know, she could get off of this case and then be re-elected for another four-year term. That is crazy, isn't it? That's just yep. crazy. You know, and, and in, in my first segment, in my monologue, I was talking about who will govern the governors. You know, it's got to be we the people. And and my point with the uh, brigadier generals, my point was until it became personal with Thomas Sumter, he wasn't going to get in the fight. Well, it is personal. This, this corruption, uh, you know, I'm assuming that, of course, I didn't hear everything, but her and her lover spending money, taxpayers' dollars, and using this excuse of, of the prosecution or whatever to go on these exorbitant vacations. We've seen others do that, not just in Georgia. We've seen it in other states. In Missouri, I'm sure, you know, there's an abuse of tax. There's always an abuse of the tax dollars. Right. As if, as if we've got forever pockets. And the American people are hurting, Martha. They're hurting. And I know you know that. I live right smack dab in the heartland, and people are hurting. And then we have people on the Biden administration and others. Yeah, it ain't so bad. I mean, it's, you know, it's just transitory. Of course, they've passed that now. It's no longer transitory. But it's seeing the corruption, whether you like or dislike Trump, it's obvious that he is being targeted and it's unconstitutional and it's corrupt. And, you know, it's, um, I want to see some of these people have some, I want to see some repercussions. I want to see these people punished for what they've done. The judge in New York, he should be disbarred. And so should, uh, um, uh, the prosecutor there. And these people, with what she's done and said, Fanny and, and Nathan, they should probably go before the bar and lose their license. That's the way I feel about it. I'm tired of these people. Yeah, what I think, think there needs to be consequences and there needs to be transparency. But Absolutely. we're going to see how it all plays out here in Georgia. And, uh, you know, early voting has started here in our presidential primary. And, you know, people are on the ballot. And so people are going to get out and vote. And I'm excited about that. Well, I think... uh we got to take that now, but I don't like that kind of voting. I think it needs to go back to, I'm, a, I'm an old school person. I'm just a little bit older than you, and I'm old school. The paper ballots, let's go back to the paper ballots. You've always got them right there. You can tell whether they're legitimate or not. Uh, let's go back to that. I'm tired of, we had the hanging chags years ago, and and I think there's corruption on both sides. I don't believe it's uh only on one side of the aisle there in Congress and in the state houses. And I think it's transparency. I think it's time the American people saw exactly what's going on. Absolutely. Well, well, I tell you what, we've, we have very secure voting in Georgia. Um, and we've made the changes because there were things that happened in 2020 related to changes mm-hmm. they made related to COVID, but we passed Senate Bill 202. 
where we made you know things more secure. We put rules around drop boxes. We we uh, limited um, early voting, that kind of thing. So I mean, we're in we are we are right in the place where we need to be right now. Well, I hope that's true. You know, I I still have the vision of the uh, of the. Um the suitcases coming out from underneath the table with ballots in it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know how we can eliminate things like that, but we sure need to yeah, try. But I mean, that's unfortunately, and I could get into it. I don't have time today to go into all of that. I can that's explain okay. all of that and why they did all of that stuff. But, you know, there was, there were some issues and the biggest problem was they went from 3% absentee ballots to 30% absentee ballots and people weren't prepared for counting them. And it was a problem. And, and so, you know, that's gotten better. We've gotten back to normal levels again. And look, I've been saying since 2006, there was a big loophole with, with, yes, um, ID related to absentee ballots and that someday the Democrats would figure out a way to drive a Mack truck through it. And that's what they did. Well, absentee ballots have always been there and I'm not opposed to those. I just think there, it needs to be a little better defined and, you know, COVID kind of exploded everything and it gave opportunities for, for corruption. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just the way it is. Thank you. Yep. I know you've got a busy day. Hey, I know I you've got somewhere else. With, appreciate you having me today. Thank you <laughs> so much. Right. Thank you, Martha. You take care. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk about that farmland when we come back because it is very, very, very important. You know, home is our land and we need to protect it. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Looking for someone to educate and encourage your group? Invite Beth Ann and her Bring America Home message to your community or event. Call 573-796-2166 or email Rudy S at csctalkradio.com to invite Beth Ann to speak at your next event. Beth Ann has been behind the microphone for almost 30 years fighting to bring America home. She brings her unique perspective, drawing from her many life experiences and her love for God and country. As a young girl, her family moved from the big city to a small rural community where she would grow up, marry her husband, and together raise five sons. Along the way, she worked in factories, retail, sales, and medical clinic, and now lights up the airwaves on CSE Talk Radio. As the D.C. occupiers continue to drive our society into socialism and anarchy, the message to bring America home grows more crucial by the day. Beth Ann brings that message with contagious passion wherever she speaks. Schedule Beth Ann to speak to your group today by calling 573-796-2166. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. Um, Martha was supposed to be with us for two segments, but she was late coming to the show, so we, we had to cut that short. I do have something, though, that is very important, and that is this this uh, issue about American land, farmland in particular, but even companies being sold to foreign countries or foreign entities, whatever you want to call it. This is coming from Steve Cortez, and he's writing it for American Greatness. The majority of Americans say that China's aggressive purchases of strategic assets, such as farmland, raise serious national security concerns and threaten American sovereignty. Now, I'm going to stop right there because we know it's happening. We know it's been happening for a while. We know it. We believe it began. I could be wrong on this, but I remember talking about it when Obama was president. And that's the time that Smithfield sold to China. And I remember Derry Brownfield talking about that. It says in this article, Americans firmly reject the Chinese agenda of acquiring U.S. assets, especially vital strategic ones like American farmland. Now, just think about that. A foreign country who is an enemy to the United States, owning our farmland, owning our good, fertile soil. Battleground polling reveals that this issue provides an opportunity for patriotic populist candidates to protect the heartland 
provide a stark contrast versus the leftist big business globalists and reap substantial political benefits in November's election. Now, this is a globalist agenda. So those in power, like Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, even Senator Graham, they don't like him too much there in South Carolina. These people are globalists. They don't want to put America first. Oh, they may say that, you know, because he's, he's hanging on to Trump's tor- shirt, uh, what do they call it, coattails right now, Lindsey Graham is. They are globalists. So your land is not your land. It belongs not to the community, but to the world. It says Chinese companies and nationals buy substantial real estate across the board in America, not just farmland. But according to the National Association of Realtor Data, China remains by far the largest source of foreign purchases of U.S. homes. Last year, the Chinese bought 13.6 billion in American homes, dollars in American homes, more than doubled from 6.1 billion they spent the year before. Who's in charge and who do we think is sold out to China? And it more than doubled in one year? It's not surprising that the Chinese plutocrats want to capitalize on their homes in in this country. But we can't allow that. They can't just come in here and buy property, whether it's farmland, industries, or homes. We can't have foreign nationals, foreign folks, owning our property. In addition to affordable affordability issues, China's aggressive purchases of strategic assets such as farmland raise serious national security concerns and threaten American sovereignty. This view is not some conspiratorial paranoia from the anti-CCP American political right, but rather a consensus opinion held by the supermajority of Americans. Who will govern the governors? You, America, you. Well, they did most of this in North Carolina. So what happened in North Carolina? Well, that's where Smithfield was, is, and now owned by China. Smithfield was purchased by affiliates of the Chinese Communist Party in 2013. Who was president then? And who was vice president? Barack Obama was president and Joe Biden was vice president. Who is Joe Biden compromised with and in bed with? And when did it start? A long time ago, my folks, my friends, a long time ago. A Chinese company bought Smithfield Foods of North Carolina. It's the largest pork producer in America. And Japanese company... Plans to buy U.S. steel. We talked about this several months ago. Should Ford companies be allowed to buy strategic U.S. assets such as food and steel production companies? Absolutely not. And why is it even a question? You know, 
We had Martha on. I don't know her. I think she's a nice enough person. She has political ties. She's down there in the thick of it in Georgia. She worked in Kemp's campaign and office. And she's openly a Nikki Haley fan. So she and I are not seeing eye to eye on some of this. She can explain away the ballots in the suitcases. Can you explain why they were hidden? Why weren't they explained? Why weren't they explained? Why did the mainstream media hide it? Why is Donald Trump being prosecuted and persecuted? For wanting to know what happened that night. If you listened when we had Dr. Frank on, he's with Lindell. They have data showing that the machines were hacked from numerous places, but the majority of it was China. Who had the most to gain if Biden was elected? China. Who had the most to lose if Trump was in there another four years? China. And who had the most to gain? The American people. We can see the injustices. We all see it. Unless you are just blinded with your hate for the man called Donald Trump. I'm not a Trump fan. Back in the day, I never watched his... uh, Apprentice show. I never watched any. I don't like that kind of stuff. But I like a man who's going to stand up for me. Take the bullets for me. His entire family is doing that. It's only right that the people stop delivering in in New York and D.C. I think we should stop it in D.C. It's only right that we should get rid of these people. If you're in New York and you're voting for these Democrats, stop it. And I'm not saying because the Republicans are better, but I'm saying if you only got one party in there, obviously one party, you know who to blame. This two-party system is a monopoly that's tearing us apart, and it is not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, and it's time that we the people bring America back home. Home. Oh.